This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. You can't worry your way out of a problem. Are you tired of spinning your wheels, running in circles, trying to make progress with your career in entertainment and the arts? Well, this is the podcast that will change your life. Each week, we'll share strategies and techniques you can use to achieve more by working better and more effectively so you can reach your goals faster without having to work harder. Hi, I'm Gordon Firemark, and this is More Better Faster. It can't be done. You cannot worry a problem away. Now, I did see a funny um, a meme on the internet earlier today while I was prepping for this uh, this episode, and it said, hey, worrying works. 90% of the problems I worry about don't come to happen, don't come to pass. So um, <laughs> that's kind of amusing. But really, worrying isn't, isn't a beneficial thing. So what are we talking about when we say worry? Well, this is a, the def- definition I found is causing anxiety about actual or potential problems. Now, I want to be very clear, and a, a little bit of a disclaimer, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a counselor, I'm not a psychologist, anything like that. I'm, I'm not talking about chronic, pathological, psychiatry-level anxiety disorder and those kinds of things. What I'm talking about here is the kind of worrying that we all do from time to time, and we sometimes get into a sort of a cycle of worry that can be hard to break free from and hard to, uh, uh, hard to get out of. And that can be a little bit of a downward spiral. It can have a negative impact on us. And, um, you know, uh, worrying actually manifests itself in a number of ways that can be really bad for our health, frankly, you know, um, worrying can manifest itself as, you know, anxiety and agitation, of course, and sleeplessness is a common sign uh, or manifestation of worry. Sleep, we all know that sleep is important to recharge our batteries and let our brains relax and refresh and those kinds of things. Um, worry can also lead to bursts of, of powerful, generally viewed as negative emotions like anger and sadness and, and those kinds of things. Uh, frustration and those kinds of things. Um, when you're worrying, your mind is often racing around a problem over and over and over again and, and really just going nowhere. It's just constantly trying to think of, of you know, what can I do? What's the solution? What's the da 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 what, you know, that, that kind of thing. Really, you just need to, to break that cycle, and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, worrying can lead to panic, and it can lead to the stress response, you know, that that uh, famous fight-or-flight response, and that that has a... Uh, real medical consequence that we should think about it. it. It can cause the release of hormones in the body, stress hormones like cortisol, which uh, boosts blood sugar and triglycerides and and changes the way your body stores uh, sugar intake and carbohydrate and and fat and those kinds of things. And that can cause all kinds of physical reactions, things like symptoms like dizziness and headaches or fatigue, muscle aches and tension, nausea, indigestion respiratory distress, sweats. Um, it can lead to immune disorders. In fact, um, sometimes stressful situations have, have triggered latent uh, problems with um, uh, various immune disorders, uh, everything from arthritis and th- thyroid conditions to, to uh, more complicated um, uh, situations. So uh, it can lead to memory loss, 
coronary artery disease, of course, because you've got those triglycerides floating around. And that can, of course, lead to heart attack. Uh, also, people who suffer from lots of worry can wind up finding themselves depressed and even having suicidal thoughts. So this is some serious stuff. And, and worry is, is a, a problem that a lot of us struggle with from time to time. Um, but what I want to emphasize is that there are ways out. And ultimately, worrying is really a waste of your time and energy and, um, you know, sapping that life energy that all those medical and, and um, symptoms can, can have for us. Now, most of the time, what we're worrying about is, is from a fear of things that won't really come to pass or won't be anywhere near as bad as we think. And we tend to blow up the consequences we fear into the worst, worst possible case scenarios. And, um, you know, when you really start to dissect the things you worry about, you may discover that, well, yeah, I mean, I suppose it's true that the, the sun could go dark forever and we could all die a cold, meaningless death. But, but, uh, you know, the reality is more likely, uh, you know, I'm going to lose a little bit of money or I'm going to have, uh, you know, some pain for a little while, something like that, you know, in, in the scheme of things, the, the worst case scenarios rarely come to be the the thing that actually happens. So I think it's much better to view uh, the things that we worry about, the challenges and the problems that we encounter as opportunities, opportunities for finding new solutions. Maybe even it's a new product or a service that you can offer as a solution to a problem. If you worry about it, maybe other people do also, and you can scratch your own itch and then also find uh, uh, find the solution for your customers, your clients, and those kinds of things. Definitely opportunities for growth, learning, you know, as they say, uh, you know, life doesn't throw you circumstances that don't have lessons attached to them. And, uh, um, you know, the, the, the power to learn from our, our situations and our mistakes and so on, that's an important thing, lessons that we take from, uh, from life and, and from our experiences. Uh, it also may be that a challenge or a problem that, uh, that you come up, comes up and that you worry about is really an opportunity or a signal that there's a change to be made, a pivot the way you operate. Maybe uh, you're worrying about your job all the time. Maybe that's not the right job to be in. Maybe it's time to look for something new or different, or maybe it's uh, uh, a bad relationship that has you worrying all the time. Maybe that's something to, to deal with, or maybe it's uh, you know time to get some help. Um, that's the kind of change that can often help us resolve worries. Maybe it's psychology kind of help. Maybe it's you know, just hiring someone to help around the house. If you're always worried about, about getting things done around the house, maybe it's time to, or at work, maybe it's time to get some help, um, covering those things that aren't in your, you know, in your sweet spot, your zone of genius, those kinds of things. Uh, so the uh, opportunities for solutions and growth and change and pivots and, and, uh, those kinds of things. Now, how do you break a worry cycle when you're sort of getting into one? Well, first of all, you have to acknowledge and notice that you're in it, but when you realize that you're worrying about things a lot, a lot, a lot, step one is try to reframe it. You know, as I said, look at those things that you're worrying about and ask yourself the question, what is the opportunity here? How can I grow? moving through this thing? How can I solve this problem? Or how can I make a change to eliminate this thing that I'm worrying about? Um, and it doesn't have to be a drastic change like quitting or ending a relationship or whatever, but sometimes, you know, just, just acknowledging that there is a solution is enough to help uh, eliminate the worry and get you back into a, a more positive place. Ask yourself what positive things could happen and don't focus on the negatives. Focus on those positive things. Look at it as a goal to achieve that positive thing by pushing through whatever the problem is 
by going day to day, breaking it down into small chunks and, and taking things one step at a time toward that solution. Um, what about insisting on actual evidence before you draw conclusions about how things are or are going to go? Sometimes we, we make the worst of things in our minds when in fact what we're, what we're seeing and what's really going on are two different things. So ask, ask for that actual evidence. And don't discount or dismiss the positive thoughts about the subject. You know, that's something that a lot of us do. I know I do sometimes is when I get into a situation where I'm feeling negative about something, even though um, uh, there have been a positive outcome, uh, positive signs of positivity, I tend to dismiss those as meaningless. But the negative stuff, that's big and it's looming and it's stuff I have to worry about. But if I really start to, to, Think of things, you know, being a lawyer, justice scales, right? Uh, start to put the positives on one side and the negatives on the other. You may see that it's actually fairly balanced or maybe even ways in favor of the positive. And the negative stuff is just, uh, you know, <laughs> occupying your thoughts. And so by thinking about those positive things as well, you balance it out and, and start to do things. Now, another component of breaking the worry cycle is to accept the uncertainty of the things that you can't control or solve. Let's face it, there are things that we worry about that are totally beyond our control. Totally beyond our control. And there's nothing you can do. So worrying is really nothing but an exercise in making yourself ill, really. Uh, other ways to help break the worry cycle is to, we'll take some action, of course. Any kind of action to, to change the circumstance will help to get out of worry. And uh, sometimes you just have to take a leap of faith, get out of your comfort zone and do something, even if it might not work. It's worth looking at. Um, exercise is a great tool when you're worrying, something to do. Get out and get physical, move around, move your body, get breathing hard, get sweating a little bit and, and uh, you know, short circuit that worry cycle by <laughs> making yourself uh, physically active because, you know, that fight or flight response, uh, if it doesn't have anywhere to go, um, the, the hormones build up and, and cause those symptoms. But if you get out and run, then you're, you're helping to um, discharge some of that uh, energy that's built up in a certain way. Meditation is a great uh, approach, and I'll talk a little bit more about that. Mindfulness kind of a practice can really help. Do relaxation exercises. Uh, you can look these up on the, on the internet, but some, some of them include uh, you know, just, just tensing and relaxing uh, muscles in each sort of part of your body. Like right now I'm, I'm tensing and relaxing my hand and then move up the arm into the shoulder and then across the chest and into the other shoulder, down that arm, then back under the chest and down to the legs and feet and toes, and then come back up the chest the, through the, the torso and into the neck and the head. And, you know, try to relax the muscles that control your eyebrows going up and down. And uh, just just engaging in that. First of all, it's kind of a fun <laughs> a little exercise to do. But if you take five or ten minutes and, and sit down and do that, lie down and do that, or take a shower or a bath and do that, um, it's a great way to to get yourself out of that worry cycle. Deep breathing is fantastic. And then, of course, you know, talk it out. If you if you have a, someone you can really trust and talk to, a confidant that you can share with, talk it out. Talk out those problems. If not, maybe you need to find somebody. Maybe that's the change you need is to get a therapist, a psychologist, a counselor, or a, a, a priest, some kind of a clergy person that you can talk to about the things that have you worried. And uh, again, break that worry cycle and get into a place where you're a little more positively aligned and, and headed for 
growth and solutions and, and the change that can make a difference. And mindfulness practice, I, I mentioned this a second ago. I uh, just want to walk you through a really simple approach to mindfulness meditation that uh, really can help. And it only takes a few minutes. You can do it anywhere and any any time. Uh, you just have to get yourself to a sort of quiet place or quiet um, environment. I actually find that a bustling, noisy environment like a coffee house is sometimes better for me to meditate than um, than being at home where the kids are uh, punctuating things with their noises. Um, somehow that, that hubbub of background noise can, can actually be kind of soothing, but if, you know, at best it's a quiet setting or maybe with a wave machine or something like that, that's making some sounds, but you know, you want to be able to, to just block out the, the outside stuff. So get quiet and comfortable and close your eyes, take a few deep breaths and just sort of focus on your breathing. Take, pick a point in your breath path. Maybe it's just inside the nostrils or in the back of your throat where the air passes through on its way to the lungs, whatever it might be. And, and just take, take a few moments to just focus on the sensation in that spot as you breathe in and out and in and out. And you try to slow your breathing down a little bit. Maybe, maybe do breaths on a count of four or eight and then in for four, hold for four, out for four hold for four, in for four, and so on. Um, or eight count is good, too. The longer breath uh, patterns can be a little more intense and a little more relaxing, and you may find yourself getting a little lightheaded sometimes with doing this, but but that's a, a great thing. Then, you know, as the thoughts come into your head while you're doing this, and they're bound to do that, you know, you're going to not allow yourself to be distracted by them, but just sort of acknowledge them and release them and try to stay very focused on the present and come back to that that point where you're focusing on your breathing and do that and spend five or 10 or 20 or 30 or 60 minutes doing this mindfulness meditation practice. And it will help you break free of the worry. It will help you find your center and get aligned with the action that you need to take and uh, back to the things that are really important for you. So again, you know, worrying is essentially a waste of your time and energy and that time and energy can be much better spent um, by taking some good action, learning your lessons, uh, and, and moving through whatever has the, the problem is. So troubleshoot, don't worry about a problem, troubleshoot it. Okay. This is a problem. Let's, fi- let's figure it out. Ask yourself some questions. What is the real problem? Is it real or am I imagining it? Is the potential consequence that I'm worried about real or am I imagining or inflating it? Now ask, is this something I have control over? If the answer is no, then there's nothing you can do but accept the uncertainty and dismiss it. Let it go. Just say, okay, this is something I have no control over. I'm uncertain about the outcome, and I'm okay with that. It will come to pass as it's meant to come to pass, period. If it is something you do have control over, then start asking How can it be solved or handled or delegated so that it no longer is something that I have to worry about? And ask yourself, what are the opportunities here? What action can I take right now that will move this toward a positive outcome? And then take those actions one step at a time. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? (laughs) There's plenty of, of metaphorical stuff out there about this. So don't worry, troubleshoot. Don't waste your time and energy on a worry cycle. 
reframe things into the solutions, opportunities for growth, opportunities for change, those kinds of things. And don't, don't try to worry your way out of a problem. Instead, get mindful, meditate a little bit, and then move on. This has been another episode of More, Better, Faster. I'm Gordon Firemark. Thank you very much for being with me today. 